The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Just a minute. Oh, jeez, I'm coming. I'm. Oh, hello. Hey, uh, nice of you to to show up. Welcome to the clubhouse here, the Creeper Clubhouse. Oh, come on in. Come on in. Now, take your shoes off, please. <laughs> we can't have you tr- uh, bringing in all the dirt to our nice, beautiful clubhouse. Oh, this over here is Chris uh, Christopher Chavez. Oh, hey. Uh, and, and I'm Johnny Townsend. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I, I guess you're here to hear a couple of uh, odd stories. This is uh, this is different. I was not expecting visitors. Chris, I made all that up. I'm an actor. Oh, ho! Ring, ring, ring. Oh, Chris, you better get that. Ring, ring. Hello. Chris, it's me again. I'm an actor. I was pretending to be a phone. I totally thought you were a phone. Totally. <laughs> I'm going for the part of the phone and beating the beast. <laughs> man, you're good, man. You, you should. Yeah. You need to get your card, your screen actor guild card. Yeah, I do. I'm trying and trying to get I your sag. Getting, I keep getting. Uh, oh, I have a sag, but I keep <laughs> <laughs> in all the wrong places. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You, you where you're not sagging is in your acting skills, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank you, audience, for showing up, for uh, taking your shoes off. We very much appreciate it. Uh, I totally stole the shoes off thing from Trevor's podcast, uh, the the cave. What's it called? <laughs> the Cardboard Cave. <laughs> cardboard Cave. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> He's going to love that. Yep. Great. Uh, uh, really good at, uh, you know, putting my friends over. <laughs> You're a great actor. You're a horrible memory. Yep. And, but a terrible, uh, and a terrible friend, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, it's that's odd. We haven't done this. It feels like we haven't done this in forever. Uh, it feels like it's been at least since last year. Easily, easily, easily. since at least last year. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple. Th- I think we should do some uh, housekeeping before we jump into our yes uh, odd tales. Uh, just so everybody knows, we will be restarting our Patreon soon. We are currently working on material for it. Even yes. Uh, I think we promised it hopefully by Christmas time and it didn't come out for Christmas because again, uh, we actually want to do this right. We want to have seasons of shows that you can only get on Patreon. So you're never going to hear these anywhere else except on Patreon. Um, and we want to get it right. So we want to make sure the episodes are ready to go before we even launch so that when you get in there, uh, you start wetting your whistle right away. Yeah. So uh, just a little hint at what you can expect. Uh, one of the shows I know for a fact if you're a fan of, uh, I don't know, cryptids of some sorts, uh, you might enjoy it. Yes, I would say so. Uh, I would also venture to say that if you're a fan of haunted houses, um, Patreon's where you want to go. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, and also, real quick, uh, Chris, before we started recording, um, you said that uh, yes. I, I had done some. I've, you're mad at me? I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> 
I wouldn't say I'm mad at you. Uh, okay. I do have to call you out though, because I've, spoken, That's what I meant so to say. here's the thing. Yeah. Um, listeners of the show creepers, if, if they know you, if they've been around for a while, they know that, um, aside from us doing history creeps in that side, you do other podcasts. Uh, yes. The oldest one on the network that you've been a part of is Retro Blist with your good buddy Trevor, who um, is also host of the Cardboard Cave. Yes. <laughs> See how I did that? Yes, I like um, it. Much better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys released a new episode recently uh, in which you told a story. And the way the timeline works with this story, I'm like, hey, hang on a second. I talked to Johnny since this has happened. How did he not tell me this? Like, what? Apparently, you almost died. Like, you went to the other side and came back. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, this was really close to Christmas. It was very, very close. Uh, Trevor and I are are, we're best pals. We literally see each other quite often. Uh, It's a bromance, if you if if you say if you want to say. I would say so. Yeah. And uh, I uh, we've literally known each other pretty much our whole lives. So for uh, Christmas this past year, uh, we decided we were just going to hang out and play uh, board games and stuff. We're a couple of nerds, and that sounded like a great time. And it was overall, uh, except for a slight <laughs> incident of uh, me and Trevor sitting at a table eating Chinese food, as we like to do. And uh, he's sitting there trying to tell me about the fact that he finally saw the movie Elf. I love the how when he's describing it, he's like he was so he the first thing he says is how good the Chinese food was. And he yes. was like so it intense on eating, like he was staring dead into the food as he ate and spoke yeah. to you. Yeah, so he's uh telling me all about Elf and eating his Chinese <laughs> and eating what he had ordered. Um however, during this time <laughs> I was struggling because <laughs> Uh, while I was waiting on him to finish his sentence, I was, I was wanting to talk as well. And to make sure I could, I had stuffed down food <laughs> down my gullet and uh, apparently forgot to chew or uh, something like that. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's had that where you feel like, you, well, something's caught in my throat kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It and there's like, a, uh, there's a slight moment of panic. It's like yes. slight, but you're like, oh, it's not, it's nothing really. Yes. Uh, and I was drinking uh, my uh, my uh, soda of choice that that day was Sprite Zero, and I was like, "Well, maybe I could." <laughs> I don't know why my brain thought this because I could still <laughs> breathe and everything. I thought I was fine, so I was like, "I'll just push this down my throat more." <laughs> <laughs> and I so I just swallowed as much as that. Well, I tried to swallow as much of the drink as I could. Uh, Trevor's still telling me about him watching Elf during all this. <laughs> staring at his food, staring at his food, not even looking at me. And then I start making sounds and I realized I couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is Trevor's telling it. He tells it like he was talking. He said something to you and you didn't respond. Yeah. And he thought, what? That's weird. And he just kind of keeps eating. Doesn't look yes. up. Uh, then he says, he tells you about Elf. And again, you don't respond. And then he, that's when he thinks, okay, that's really strange. Because <laughs> that's yeah. when he looked. <laughs> and that's when he looked up and he noticed my face was changing colors. And that's because uh, I was choking. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I... Don't know how I stayed as calm as I did. I think it's because I'd always heard if you can if you can make noises, then you can kind of work it out yourself. And <laughs> it's I was able to make too. and I was able to make noises. I wasn't able to really talk, but I can make like you know, 
It was obvious I was choking, but I can make noises and I've, and I could still breathe out of my nose. So I was like, I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> but the, the sadness of it is we were on his really nice table and I, and as I was working this stuff up, there was no trash can to be seen. The only thing I had in front of me was my beautiful food, which I'd only taken two or three bites out of, by the way. Uh, so everything came back up all over that food. <laughs> oh, had, God. I had nowhere else to, to turn. Uh, <laughs> and I never got a thanks from Trevor for saving his table. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, we were both very sad that I, uh, that I didn't, that the, all that food was wasted. I didn't eat anything else for the rest of the day either. <laughs> oh, God. So listening to the story and the way they get, they told it. And, and if you guys want to hear the way Trevor tells it, check out the new episode of Retro Bliss on the network, yeah. iTunes, Spotify. Um, the way he tells this story, though, man. It's, I was dying laughing. I was literally laughing. And I'm also thinking, how come Johnny didn't tell me about this? Like, this is like insane. Like, you honestly could have died. And, uh, then I think I thought I did tell you, you probably thought I was, I was joking. I think I sent you a text. I I sent you a mad text. That's what it was. Oh, I said, hey, I told you did. But to, in fairness to you guys, I do joke around a lot. <laughs> yeah. But when you hear the whole story, how it goes, it is humorous. But I got to tell you, too, like, so hearing it, I thought, wow, like, what if that that really would have sucked if you died, man? I mean, I know you, yes. for you it would have sucked, right? <laughs> yes, but like, for me, it also was this kind of thing, like, I would have lost, I would have lost a really good friend. Um, and then the other but part the of it would have been circumstances. like, the other thing would have been like, so what does this mean? Like, I have to end history creeps. I couldn't keep doing this, dude. I couldn't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But then I thought yeah. to myself, what does that all mean? All these shows we do. What if something like that happened? Like, should we put down on audio now our intent? Like for me, if, if anything ever happened to me, I would want you to keep doing it. Try to find somebody that loves it as much and just keep doing history creeps. You know what I, I mean? I don't think I could though. Like, I feel like <laughs> this is our thing, you know? Like, I don't feel like this yeah. is just my, th- like, if something happened to you, God forbid, I don't, I, I already know that, like, I just could, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have a heart to keep doing it, to be honest myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, just bring back awful memories, but, uh, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, the other funniest part of this story to me is <laughs> Trevor's job, his day job, what he does for a living. Oh, is yeah. He, <laughs> is he's, he's an RN in a hospital. So. <laughs> His first instinct is to look at you like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, did you do the motion of like, I'm choking kind of a thing that people normally do? No, I pointed at my throat, I think. I don't, it's all kind of blurry now. I did, he get up, did he get up to like start to do the Heimlich before you did that? No, because he could hear me making noises and I, I was <laughs> He's like, you'll be fine. <laughs> yes, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> His wife's in the kitchen going, are you saying something? No, it's just Johnny. He'll be fine. No, the funniest part was she was in the kitchen, and Trevor goes in there, and he's going there <laughs> to get a trash can for me. Very kind of him. But he goes in there, and he tells he tells his wife, he goes, hey, uh, just kind of stay in here for right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that was, the, that was to spare her from seeing the, the grossness of what was happening and to spare me from embarrassment, I guess. That's so funny, dude. Yes. Like, yeah, so that oh, happened man. to me. So yeah, there you go. That's our current current. That's odd, right? Now that's <laughs> yes. odd. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I learned was uh, chew your food and uh, don't worry about uh, what you're going to say. Instead, just focus on <laughs> chewing your food first. <laughs> <laughs> we can have people out there that are like in conversations with a loved one at dinner. Yeah. Uh, the conversation, the person's going to ask him something, and they're just chewing their food, chewing, ex- ignoring them for a moment. Yeah. Finally, swallow it, and then they forget to answer. They go for another spoonful. Yeah, you'll thank me. 
<laughs> after that fight on the drive home, you'll thank John. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend, I'm glad you made it. Oh, let me ask you this. Yes. Was there any white light? Was there any weirdness? No. Did you see like the fuzziness around your eyes? Did you see like ghosts coming out from behind Trevor while he was talking to you? No, I, like I said, I, I was very fortunate that the whole time I still felt like I could breathe and it kind of helped me not panic as bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, I did think I was in trouble. <laughs> like, I knew Uh-oh. I was. In, I knew I was in trouble for sure. But I also was always breathing. So until now, if I'd stopped breathing, like I couldn't breathe, then I definitely would have panicked for sure, and it would have been way worse. <laughs> now, would you have tried to? Because I, I always think about that, right? If you choke by yourself, how you're supposed to like yes. shove your 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 stomach, your midsection into like the corner of the the countertop or the or the table itself. Yeah, I thought about that too, but also remember, you know, Trevor should know how to f- fix me. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have to do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. I would have choked on purpose if he didn't fix me. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing, dude. Oh, man. So good. Yeah, I'm glad you're good. I'm glad you're good, man. I'm glad you're Thank good. You. I'm glad we live to see another day of That's Odd because we have some cool stories today. I think so too. Uh, I, I'm bringing along a, crypt- a cryptid myself Ooh. that uh, we got in a message. Well, actually, I did. From a listener on over Twitter from the uh, from England, and they suggested nice. this one, so I was like, ah, I'll look into it, and it's actually pretty fun, and honestly, fairly recent. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, the one I'm doing is not recent; it's a little bit further in the past. Uh, mine has to do with a cat. Oh, oh, hey, that that sounds familiar. Mine may as well. <gasps> you hear the oohs and ahs from the crowd? We impressed them. <laughs> Yes, all right. We did. All right. <laughs> That's all it takes. Uh, they were generally silent during our whole opening there, though. So, um, yeah. you fix all right. That how do you want to do that? <laughs> how do you want to do this? You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, all right. So, mine's about the Beast of Bodman Moor. Ooh. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, all this is in the UK. Uh, so, picture this, Chris. Just picture this. Uh, you're in. You're in the United Kingdom. Yep. I've always wanted to go there, by the way. I've uh, got the Union Jack flag. Yeah. Trevor and his wife went there uh, for their anniversary one year. Oh, and nice. All they've, done, all they've done is brag about it since then, and then <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I've always wanted to go as well. Uh, I'm a huge um, soccer fan, football for, oh, for yeah. our European friends. Uh, I'm not going to – well – I will say the team, but I, I, get, I bet we lose a lot of listeners. Don't do uh, it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> but no, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of the sport. Uh, and and the, the modern game, the way we know it today, was born in that country. You know, the rules that, that FIFA upholds today uh, were born in the country of England. So I've always wanted to go there. Um, oh, and, you know, and so many other pieces of his, his history that are out there I want to check out. And we all know the people who run FIFA are all outstanding individuals, and there's never anything bad that's ever happened. Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> uh, so picture, so you're in a beautiful green countryside. You know, the England has a lot of really pretty yeah. uh, landscape going on, moors, if you will. Yes, uh, you're alone, Chris, and you're taking Uh-oh. a walk through this. Oh, okay. and you're enjoying, you're enjoying yourself as you're walking through this beautiful moor, mm-hmm. this countryside. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of your eye, you, th- you think you see something moving. Hmm? What, what what could that be? What is it? And then you see it moving again. <gasps> and this time you realize it's walking on all fours. Oh, it's just a dog. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just a dog. Uh, but wait, no, it's not. It's actually a giant cat. <gasps> like a, a leopard? Like, like a panther-sized cat. 
In the UK? Wait. Say it ain't so, but you've just seen the beast of Bodman Moore. <laughs> in all, right, what's all up to- its glory. What's up with that? <laughs> yes, what is up with that indeed? So what is it? What exactly is this beast of Bodman Moore? Uh, overall, it's widely considered to be a big uh, wild cat that roams around the English countryside. <clears throat> and most kind of compare it to the size of a panther. So if you see it, uh, there's actually tons of video. you can. Uh, well, I wouldn't say tons, but there are a video of people who uh, claim they filmed it. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, that, that you can find online uh, and actually encourage people to go look at it. It's pretty interesting. Now, are, are larger cats like tigers, you know, pumas, things like that, are any of them native or living in England? Do we? I mean, I don't know. So great question. No, that's why it was a, a big deal. Um, uh, we'll hmm. we'll get into some of the uh, theories. Okay, uh, that kind of okay. goes kind of goes in that direction that you're thinking though. Uh, but yeah, so Bowman Moor. Also, we need to talk about about what Bowman Moor is. It's a, an area in Cornwall, England. And you can actually Google, I, I went, not to brag about how good I am at research, but I Googled Bodman Moore and I looked at the images and it looks beautiful, honestly. Uh, it yeah. looks like a, a beautiful place. Uh, and the sightings for big cats kind of started uh, around the late 70s. And, there's, and you can find plenty of these people say, hey, we saw the beast of Bodman Moore, but they right. actually continue to this day. Uh, as in, in 2019, just this year that just went by. What? Yes. Um, this one, I want to tell you these two different stories. Uh, this one village, uh, claimed to actually be stalked by a huge black cat. And the reason that they claim this is because, uh, one person's dog was attacked and this dog had like huge paw marks on the Aww. poor thing. Uh, the neighborhood cats would go missing. <laughs> Oh Lord, that just sounds awful, right? If my cat, if my cat went missing, I'd be quite upset. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, same. Uh, so, uh, and also this, there's a video you can find on YouTube. This this woman, I believe it was a woman, claimed that she had caught the beast of Bowman Moore uh, on video. And I remember when this went viral. This actually went viral when it when it came out last year. And you just see this black cat, and it does look bigger than normal. Uh, kind of stalking around on the countryside, kind of moving around like a panther in a way. Like it's a, it's not like uh, where you're like, wait, is that computer or that's legit? It's 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 a legit an animal for sure. Uh, the the only question would be like you're not she's not right next to it, and it's kind of hard to judge size really. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, that it might have just been like a you know some house cats do get kind of large. Mm-hmm. So who who knows? Uh, but it was a pretty interesting video. However, also around early to, uh, 2019, this man claimed that a panther-like animal attacked him through an open window. Uh, like he, I don't remember where he said he was at, but his report was that he opened the window because he thought he had seen something, and this cat lunges at him and takes swipes at him and he was very lucky that he didn't get he didn't get caught he actually if i remember correctly i think this is the one he actually uh, attributed this to the fact that he took martial arts <laughs> and was able, and so he's a lot quicker with his you know he's a lot better with his reflexes I guess. he's rex kwando dude <laughs> yes rex kwando yeah. 
meow Laquando. Uh, nice. But yeah, so uh, so he was able to 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 dodge the, this this animal's attacks. But he claims that he got like it was right up in his face. He claims he got a really great look at it, and it looked like about the size of what you would think a panther or something would be. Uh, but it was a large cat-like beast. Hmm. Uh, walked on all fours and had quite a temper. <laughs> Sounds like a swiping at him. Yeah. So uh, if you're going to be in Bodmer Moore, just make sure you're uh, uh, you've taken some martial arts classes <laughs> <laughs> or Rex Quando. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can dodge all these beast of Bodmer Moore attacks. But what are some theories about what this beast actually is? Okay. Of course, some say that it just just doesn't exist at all. I mean, I mean, you're always you're always going to get that. Mm-hmm. But others say that you know, there's always this chance that somebody illegally got some big cats and uh, and they got out or they yeah. set them free. I mean, that's mm-hmm. always a possibility. Uh, you know, there could have uh, there could have been a circus near there too that the animals got loose from. Uh, it could have been got loose from a zoo. There's all kinds of things, but that's mainly what people think. They don't think it's some sort of. I mean, some people do, but most of all, most of the uh, most of the people claim it's just uh, if it's real, then it's just like these giant cats that have gotten loose that they yeah. actually are panthers and whatever. My thought would probably be something like a zoo. Well, that's the thing. If it was the zoo, they would know, right? Like they'd be, oh, it's not that we we lost a a panther the other day. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they'd be very open about it. I think <laughs> I like to see that that they do it in front of the the, the media. <laughs> uh, we yeah. kind of lost a panther. <laughs> yeah, our so, bad. So funny story, guys. <laughs> just, you know how Willie gets when he starts drinking. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to believe this one. <laughs> we Good lost Lord. a couple panthers. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, we're uh, assuming they're near the moor. Uh, they're, if they're not <laughs> near the moor. They might be near the Queen's Castle, the palace, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, let's hope. <laughs> I sounded awful. I don't know why I would hope for that. <laughs> Maybe it's because uh, who left? Didn't somebody just leave? Like the One of the sons left. Yeah. Um, yeah. Harry. Yeah. Harry. Yeah. I don't blame him. Who wants to deal with all that? It sounds like a giant headache to me. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't follow know. I don't know. The, I don't know the whole story. So I'm literally yeah. talking pure ignorance here. It always fascinated me that people are fascinated still by the royal family. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. In this day and age, the modern times, like we're, there's still a lot of people who will wake up at whatever time in the morning to watch a wedding. Yeah. A lot of Americans. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, I don't, why? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's in, in regards to the, the, the beast, I got to tell you, I would think it's probably that. Um, yeah. Because if it's not that, then I want it to be a real cryptid. I want it to be this kind of, you know, ancient beast that, you know, we only get to see once in a while. And I mean, it's one of these things where um, unless you've, you've got like, you know, armies of researchers out there combing the moors. Maybe, maybe it's like the, the oceans or other parts of the world where there's still like nooks and crannies where we don't know what's in there. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I kind of what I my guess would be that somebody either illegally had some big cats or something, and somehow actual you know panthers or whatever actually did get loose, and that's what actually had happened. Uh, but it's way more fun to think that, you know, uh, that, uh, it's an actual, some sort of cryptid, but, uh, a big shout out to Ben Gardner on, uh, who reached out to me and, 
uh, said some nice things about our show. But uh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, they're the lo- one that suggested it. Yeah, I always love that, dude. I love when creepers reach out to us, uh, either on Twitter, or on Instagram. Uh, if they email us at, uh, I used to say at the History Creeps email, but I don't, bar- I barely check that one. So if anybody wants to email us any ideas for that, uh, send it to the network email, bicbpradio uh, at gmail.com. Just put in the subject History Creeps or That's Odd or How Bizarre uh, and let us know what you'd like us to cover in the future as well. Yeah, we're definitely open to ideas. Oh, heck yeah. Especially yep. if they do the research and they send us all the articles. Oh, yeah. If you're going to do all the hard work, <laughs> that would be fantastic. That's funny. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm American, so I'm quite lazy. <laughs> well, obviously, right? Isn't that yeah. the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is like I told you. Mine's about a cat. Uh, mine takes place during World War II. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it right here. So let me let me ask you something for us before we start this. Okay. Uh, what is the extent of your knowledge uh, regarding ships? Or specifically like the types of, of officers or crew that are aboard the ship? What kind of crew are on the ship? Do you uh, Are you familiar with the different like levels? Yeah, you have an admiral, right? Yep, sure. Uh, there's captains. Cool. Uh, there's officers. Yep. Uh, cool. Uh, people, yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty knowledgeable. Yeah. People, uh, don't they, uh, swab the decks? Yeah. Yeah. The semen. Yeah. The semen are always swabbing the decks. There's all kinds of semen on those decks and they got to yes. swab them. Yep. Yep. Uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> Were you aware that at one time, almost every ship, uh, had a cat on board? No. Yes. Aside from being a source of companionship for the crew, they also help to keep the rodent population uh, of these ships in check. That makes sense. Yeah. How so do, wait, today, the, what? How? <laughs> so they're on the ocean mostly, aren't they? Aside from when they're docked. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know why yes. I didn't think of that. Okay. Um, yeah. That's probably where so, the rodents came from. Exactly. Now, I'm sure. Like I, I feel like... Wasn't it even in the Titanic when you watch that movie and you see the 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 chains or the ropes that are you know holding it to the doctors like rats running up them? The only thing I remember from that movie besides the nudity that I got to see uh, was that guy when the ship's breaking apart hits the propeller and goes flipping into the water. <laughs> That's the only things I remember about that movie. Draw me like one of your prostitutes, Jack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, didn't you hear that? Uh, I think he didn't uh, Leonardo DiCaprio recently just save somebody from drowning or something. And everybody's bringing this up. Feel like you're right. Maybe that's true. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to look into that. That could be now that's us. Let's just pretend it's true no matter what. It is. It is true. Obviously. Yeah. Duh. Uh, <laughs> I don't make things up. Not at all. Uh, audience, can you please be quiet? Thank you. Um, All right, so today I'm going to tell you the story of a cat uh, that would later become known as Unsinkable Sam. And I tell you that because when we start this story, he is not Unsinkable Sam. Okay. (laughs) All right, so let's go back to 1941. Ready to go? Close your eyes. Yeah. Here we go. World War II has been in full swing since Germany's invasion of Poland a few years earlier. Like uh, Like many wars before... This one involved hundreds of thousands of soldiers marching from city to city, country to country, doing their best to gain an advantage on the opposing side. Unlike many wars before, technological advancements now made war more deadly. Airplanes had been used in World War I. However, innovations in strategic bombings, airlifts, and radar, as well as updated anti-aircraft weaponry, gave the advantage to the side that could utilize these advancements more effectively. 
naval warfare also saw its fair share of advancements in technology, most notably with aircraft carriers and submarines. Warships were utilized not only for battle, but for blocking of trade and convoy routes. Having been an important factor in World War I, submarines were viewed as an upper hand in the ability to conduct missions and raids in the deepest waters of the planet. So keeping this in mind, we're traveling back to 1941. Uh, the month is May. The German battleship Bismarck sets out on a mission to assist in the raiding and blocking of Allied ships traveling to England. There, uh, there were well over 2,200 crew members on the ship, including a black and white cat that would later become known as Sam. On the Biz, uh, as Bismarck made its way from Germany into the Atlantic Ocean, it was spotted by the Swe a Swedish aircraft cruiser. As soon as the Germans were seen heading uh, uh, out in that area, the British Navy was alerted by, uh, to their movements. There were already a couple of British cruisers in the waters, however. Three more warships were sent out to intercept the Bismarck. In the early morning hours of May 24th, 1941, British ships opened fire on Bismarck. The Germans would respond with their own barrage. It seemed that the British could not, would not be able to hold their own against the Bismarck, taking irreparable damage and having one of their ships sunk in minutes. So they began retreating. Unfortunately, the German ship took a couple of hits herself and was losing oil fast. So instead of pursuing the retreating British ships or moving out into the Atlantic, Bismarck made its way to Brest, France for repairs. Now, it was the leaking oil slick trail that was left by the ship that helped the British cruisers trace Bismarck back to the French coast. You following me here? Yes. After calling in airstrikes and backup warships and a bombardment of artillery fire, the Bismarck was left in shambles, leaving only 114 surviving crew members clinging to wreckage in the open waters. Knowing the area was still patrolled by German U-boats, British destroyer HMS Cossack did the best to rescue as many men from the waters as possible before clearing out. As the ship made its way through the wreckage and survivors, they noticed, sitting on a large piece of driftwood, uh, somewhat covered in oil, the black and white feline that called Bismarck home. After rescuing the cat, the crew of the Cossack named him Oscar. So I looked up why, like, so why? Was it an orange cat? Because I, I don't know why I always feel like orange cats are named Oscar. Um. But this, this is so the reason is, is because Oscar starts with an O and I guess in, um, in like the naval, you know, the, the, whatever it is they use for radio, tell, you know, radio telegrams and, and like alert signals, O means man overboard. So they named him Oscar cause he was the cat overboard. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, so the cat would find his home on the Cossack over the next few months as the ship performed missions, escorting convoys. Most of the missions were without incident. However, on October 24th, 1941, uh, now this is only a few months later, the Cossack was spotted escorting a convoy from England to Gibraltar, a British territory in Spain. Torpedoes from a U-boat were fired in the direction of the ship, and the Cossack was badly damaged, threatening to sink. The crew, including Oscar, uh, minus 155 men who were badly killed uh, in that, uh, in that or badly killed, who were killed in that bad torpedo explosion, uh, were rescued by the British destroyer HMS Legion. They attempted to tow the damaged Cossack back to Gibraltar, but the destruction, coupled with bad weather, made it impossible, and the ship was left to sink off the coast. So twice now, this cat has been on a battleship or some type of ship out here in the waters during World War II. Twice those ships have sunk. 
and the cat survived. That's pretty remarkable. Yes. Oscar was brought ashore to the base on Gibraltar, where he was promptly renamed Unsinkable Sam, having survived two sinking ships within five months of each other. Well, within a few weeks, Sam was assigned, quote unquote, assigned to the aircraft carrier HMS Ark Royal to continue his duties of ridding the free world of invading vermin. Uh, oh, fun fact, the HMS Ark Royal was one of the aircraft carriers that was instrumental in sinking Sam's original home, the Bismarck. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it maybe should have been seen as a bad omen because on November 14th, 1941, not more than three weeks after surviving a second attack and subsequent sinking, Sam would endure yet another assault. Upon returning from a mission in the Mediterranean, the HMS Ark Royal was struck by U-boat torpedoes damaging the ship. Fortunately, the destruction was less than the aforementioned ships, and it took a while for the Ark Royal to sink. Because of this, all but one crew member was rescued by the HMS Lightning and the HMS Legion. Um, which, if you remember, the Legion's the one that rescued Sam from the Cossack when it, when it went down. So all these ships are just kind of all out there together, and Sam's just jumping from one to the other. He's, he's, he's having a grand old time with all these people. They all know who he is. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, he gets saved. Originally, they tried to tow this Ark Royal, but, again, the damage was too great, and it sank. So three ships that this cat was on, all three sank. Well, all, so, yeah, all within six months of each other. So here's my, a couple of thoughts. First of all, uh, if you look up pictures of this cat, he's adorable. Yes. Uh, second of all, uh, I I'm of two minds about this. One, obviously, he's a very lucky cat. Yes. Or but is he is he good luck, luck or is he bad luck? That's my question. That's what I'm saying. They may they might have wanted to take this as a bad omen. Stop yeah. sending him out there, right? Yeah. Put him. On, he's a land cat. It's obvious. Well, the decision was made that Sam had seen enough. He was transferred first. Uh, to the offices of the governor of Gibraltar and then sent back to the United Kingdom where he saw out the remainder of the war living in a seaman's home, uh, like a, a home for, for seamen uh, in Belfast called the Home for Sailors. Sam died in 1955 uh, of natural causes. So I guess, you know, of old age, I'm assuming. Yeah. And uh, a, another little known fact is a uh, pastel portrait titled Oscar the Bismarck's Cat by the artist Georgina Shaw Baker can now be seen at the National Maritime Museum in Greenwich. Oh, there, yeah, I see the picture of that now, too. Yeah. That's cool, huh? But dude, like this, and there's people who are saying that they don't know if this cat's, this story's real because, you know, sea stories kind of a thing. But uh, there's a lot of the sailors that came out and said, no, it was real. And, you know, the cat lived with the, in the, in at Gibraltar, was sent back. They got the oil painting of them. And there's um, pictures. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly it. The black and white, it's, it's, it's a cute looking cat, man. Yeah, it's got um, a very distinctive, uh, like where the black and white is on its yeah. face is very distinctive. And I like what you were saying, I mean, what you said, because to me, that's why it was like, this is odd. Is he a bad omen or is he just a really lucky cat, right? Yeah, it's one or the other, yeah. <laughs> because imagine if it was like, all right, we're going to send him out to another ship. Are you a sailor that's like, you know what, I don't want to go on that boat? Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> that cat's like that cricket from Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so there you go, dude. The story of the unsinkable Sam or Oscar, whichever one you want to call him. Yeah, I love that. Uh, that's fascinating to me. I mean, I obviously knew that they had dogs in the service. Yes, uh, but I was horses. not aware. Yeah, yeah, and horses. But I was not aware of uh, of cats on on ships. That's pretty interesting to me. Yeah, which makes me really sad for the ones that sank. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm already sad enough about, about all the lives lost, but then there's also a can't. I know it's not, that part's awful. not good, man. That part's not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, see, I didn't know they they kept the cats on there for the rats, which makes sense, right? Like, oh duh, yeah. obviously. I mean, unless yeah. you want a bunch of cat or or rat traps laying around. Uh, which probably is up to date now. They probably don't keep bringing cats out on 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 the ships. They probably have you know better exterminators nowadays. You would think so. And plus, uh, you know, I don't know if people know this, but they're very like those ships. You got to be tiny to move around on those ships. They're very small quarters. They're really tiny. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's what they were saying that these kinds of ships, like these battleships, these submarines, were perfect for them because they could go where humans couldn't. They could, you know, yeah. sniff out these vermin, but also like they were never really in the way. They could find these little nooks and crannies that were warm and and where they could just sleep and not be in the way of the men that had to run back and forth or do the things that they had to do. But then again, they were also there when these guys are, you know you know going down for the night laying in the bunk and maybe the cat jumps up and is purring and they get to pet him for a little you know what i mean it's it's, yeah. it's that kind of t- kind of a companionship thing too yeah for sure i mean they uh been plenty of studies that shows that uh, animals are really good for morale so for sure for sure yeah. so there you go man i uh, hope the audience enjoyed it it looks like some of them are falling asleep but yeah, uh, yeah. wake uh, up <laughs> gosh yeah you haven't even paid us yet oh oh i oh, forgot we forgot Chris, I forgot to, to charge them at the door. Oh, I'm not going to be the one to tell them that, to leave because I'm leaving. I'm going out the back door. Yeah, you do that. Uh, well, thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please uh, go to your exits. Uh, they're located here and here. Uh, join us next time here in the Creeper Club. Uh, make sure you knock on the door and take your shoes off and get ready for a time in which you're going to just stay... Odd. Uh, d-